Good day, and welcome to the Talk It Out podcast. My name is Neil Bailey Harper. Neil Bailey, Neil Bailey Harper. Either one you want to use is fine. My name is Neil Bailey Harper, and welcome to today. I'm in focus with Connect the Dots. A duck is still a duck. Football and race relations and taking our children back to the future. The music I'm listening to today begins with the great Earl Klug. The song is Living Inside Your Love. I hope today finds you well. If not well, you are getting immeasurably better. Um, I'm feeling good. It's a beautiful day in the Northeast section of the country. I am in Alexandria, Virginia, right outside of Washington, D.C. Some people call it Washington, D.C. It's not. It's Alexandria, Virginia, but I love D.C. also. Um, thanks for listening. Hope today finds you well. If not well, you're getting better. Thank you for listening. I want you guys to subscribe if you like. Um, share the podcast. And uh, we are building a website and with a lot more content. So I would ask you to consider, just consider, uh, monthly subscriptions. $4.99, $9.99. Just consider. But I digress. I'll keep talking. Listen. I want us to connect the dots on some things. Again, I want to talk about a duck is still a duck. Um, Football and race relations and how we, as grown-ups, parents in one form or another, can take our children back to the future. First, though, a duck is still a duck. Okay, um, all the new info we are now receiving on what 45 has done is doing and had attempted to do to this democracy this republic we live in how we try to overthrow the democracy plain and simple we got to stop mincing words about it it's just plain and simple he tried to overthrow the government okay and everyone who worked with him tried to overthrow the government also. Obviously, they tried. Okay? I'm not getting into sides on this. The only side I'm taking is the side of democracy, the side of the American Republic, the side of our country. Okay? I'm not going Republicans and Democrats because we have so many middle school debates, and this is not even... This is kind of like an insult to middle school debates. What's going on in Congress, the people running for Senate now. Can you imagine? I mean, nothing personal. Again, I'm not talking personally about the people except for them being unqualified for positions they are trying to take. And when I talk to people now, um, and look back on five or six years ago, and they talk about people being in office, and I talk to young people about this, they just want people in office who are qualified. They say that now. Six, seven years ago, a lot of people wanted somebody in office that they thought they knew from television. They were on television every week. That was the only criteria. I doubt if anybody did any real research. Well, I'm not. Take that back. A lot of people did not do any real research. But we are, as a general population, we have kind of slacked 
on doing individual research, even though everybody has, everybody has a dictionary, a, every, right in your hands, but we don't use it to research things that are important to us, or we don't use it as much as we should to research things that are important to us. So now we find a whole bunch of documents in Florida that have no business being in Florida. I don't care how you slice it. They were stolen because they're not the property of an individual. They are the property of the United States of America. Connect the dots. How many more dots do you need to be connected to realize that a duck is, a duck, if it quacks like a duck and squacks like a duck, it's a duck. And 45 has gotten away with a lot of things that have hurt our country. Okay? I don't want, I'm not getting into that left wing, right wing bullshit. No. This is straight up. Um, they found things that had no business being in his possession and he took them. And for what means did he take them? And when we are talking about this man who supposedly rich, I'm sure he, yeah, he's a whole lot richer than I am, but he also is in a whole lot more debt than I am. And when you take things that he's been taking, what's your point in taking them? What do you tend to use them for? Legitimate questions, uh, legitimate findings, okay? Um, and here's the other thing, too, which, which, which shocks me. Everybody has a television in their hand. Everybody has a camera in their hand. But we allow people to get away with lies that they did on television and on camera when you can easily go back to a date like oh September 19 2016 and where 45 states what should happen if someone takes classified information he said it his mouth is moving he's talking look at it this is not like a rerun of the apprentice okay if that makes you look at it make it a rerun of the apprentice but look at it He's telling you what he would do as the leader of the free world if he caught somebody with classified documents. Guess what? He got caught with classified documents. He's no longer the president. He hasn't been the president for two years. He still has these documents in his possession. And when I say they were found, some of them were found in his desk drawer in his office, mixed in with his passport. Don't respond to me that, well, he might have a lot of passports. How many do you have? Okay. Don't give, don't give him an out. See, this is also Earl Klub. The song is Tropical Legs um, from the best of Earl Klub. Stop giving this man an out who's trying to turn our democracy in a, into an autocracy. Stop giving. What does that get? What does that gain for you? The other thing that I'm firmly on firm ground with, and again, we're not talking Republicans and Democrats here. We're talking Americans, okay? And you ain't no more American than I am because your skin is lighter than me. Let's get that out the way, okay? Americans, okay? When um, people decide to perpetrate and throw 
fuel onto the fire of what we know is a lie. How are they doing anything positive for the country? You want to be elected on lying. And if we allow people to be elected on, okay, yes, everybody might tell a lie, okay? But if we allow, stop playing games with this shit, okay? We're not, again, this is not a middle school debate. This is on the future of our lives and the future of our lives of our children and our grandchildren. The ex-president tried to overthrow the government and he had a lot of help and they should all go to jail. End of story, full stop, period, to the end of the sentence. Um, It's just that simple. All of these grown-ass people who are trying to make it seem like nothing is wrong here or who want to give you the whataboutism conversation so that you take your eyes off of what we should all be looking at, it's bullshit. And I know it's bullshit and you know it's bullshit. So when I know that you're not trying to get at the truth, I also know you're trying to get at something else. And that something else is not going to benefit me or mine. And in most cases, it's not going to benefit you or yours either. Okay. I hear people say, people close to me and my, and again, I'm talking conversations that you can have with those around you. Okay. I'm not, I don't know who they is. So I'm not going to say what they said unless I can tell you who they are. But people I have conversations with are wondering why it's taking so long for us to put this thing, wrap this thing up. If we know he's 45 and people around him have done things illegal and treasonous in ways to this country, why have we not wrapped this thing up yet? I don't know, but I know that there's nothing Nothing else is happening but more and more dots are being connected. <clears throat> so that those of us, I guess, who still have a question or who still have some doubts about there being any wrongdoing has been done. If you still have doubts that any wrongdoing has been done, then you, you know, I don't, I don't see why. If you're not looking for the truth, what are you looking for? Okay, I always believe that um, not just politicians, but any anybody in public eye that is okay with other people doing lies to help their cause, or doing other people lying to get out of situations that uh, affect all of us. If you're okay with that, it's because in the back of my mind, this is the way I think. I think that if a politician um, signs off or, or does not believe that anything was being done wrong in uh, 45's administration or any of these things that we're talking about, these election being stolen, if you don't believe any of that is true, maybe you, you want to think that at some point in time, the lies that are used, the lies that have been used, and in many cases successfully, the lies can be used to your own benefit. So you're not going to tell somebody else they're wrong if 
in the back of your mind, you planted the seed, and you might want to use that lie yourself one day. Well, I wouldn't want you in office either. Okay? So, we just have to start to, you know, people want to say it's taking too long. People want to say, why are we still worried about that? Come on, y'all. This is the future, our future, and the future of your children and your children's children. Okay, put down the phone for a second. Get off of social media. Understand where we are and address it consistently. Uh, 46 gave a nice word the other day on Thursday. His is us talking to the nation saying that basically we, it's, it's, it's us or them. It's either, like, like they used to say in Gunsmoke, either you're with me or you're against me. Either you're with democracy or you're against democracy. What is it? The question is as simple as that. The elections coming up in November are more about how many of us believe in America as is. The American ideal and the American ways of America as a democracy, the republic that is a democracy. How many of us believe in America as is? then how many of us want America to be different in another way? Now, there are reasons, to me, there are reasons that these things are taking place now. Um, The majority is becoming the minority. I get it. Might be a little bit nervous for a lot of people, but doesn't mean it, it it isn't what it is. We just have got to stay attentive, okay? Continue to connect the dots. So when we do put some people away, there can be no misunderstanding. And if there is misunderstanding, it's really not a misunderstanding. It's it's, people will never agree. You're never going to get everybody to agree on what's being done, but we can get the truth to be understood as the truth. And if you don't want to believe in the truth, then let's move on. But some people got to get locked up on this. They really do. This is Bob James. The song is Touchdown. And I'm going to change gears because I am a football fan. I am a huge football fan. I am a diehard Philadelphia Eagles football fan. And football season is upon us. Next Sunday, we'll, well, actually, I guess it starts Thursday night. But football starts this week. And I think the Eagles have as good a chance as anybody in the NFC East to win the comp, to win the division, and go have a significant win at least one or two playoff games. If not, go even farther than that. I'm not a fanatic. I am a fan. I consider myself an intelligent fan. And by that, I mean that I know that our quarterback needs to do things that other quarterbacks do in the playoffs. So the things he can do that other quarterbacks can't do in the playoffs show up even more. Um, Howie, 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 our general manager, has gone out and got our got us a roster that is comparable, I think, to anybody in the NFC. 
The AFC is a whole nother animal. I'm not saying we can't beat that animal, but the AFC is a whole nother animal. In the NFC, the Eagles have just as good a roster as anybody else. But in football, the beauty, part of the beauty in the game is what's on paper stays on paper. And it doesn't always transfer to what's on the field. If our quarterback gets better on his timing, gets better in his anticipation, gets better in his view of the field, gets better in his throwing of the football from the pocket, we get much better as a team. Uh, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard, as good as anybody in the NFC as far as three frontline receivers, two receivers and a tight end, uh, Watkins is your slot receiver. Running backs, the offensive line is great. Defensively, we've actually got some linebackers now in Philadelphia. We actually have linebackers. And the safeties, as much as any secondary in this throw-the-ball-all-the-time era of professional football, as much as any secretary, sec- secondary can be good, ours can be also. Now let's get on the field and do it. That's the beauty in football. Get on the field and do it. I will give you, I will know for myself after the first three or four games if I, if we are, if we might be as good as I think we are or not. The other thing about the NFL to me, the first month is like a first couple rounds of a fight. Everybody's feeling themselves out. By the time we get to October, the middle of October, we know who's real and who's not. Then it's a matter of how healthy everybody stays. Now, with that being said, I always had this thought about tying the passion we show in sports in general, but football in particular. Okay, here's what I'm saying. I've been to a lot of football games. I live in uh, D.C. I'm a Philadelphia fan. I've gone to a lot of Eagles, Redskins games. And I've had a lot of interactions with fans of all types. Um, and it's all... 90% of it's been really good interaction. I find myself, after maybe three years ago when the Eagles played the uh, Redskins and tried to get in the playoffs, and Carson Wentz drove the Eagles down the field and threw a touchdown pass to Greg Ward at the end of the game to win the game, I find myself jumping and hugging a white man from I don't know where because he had on the Eagles hat and I had on the Eagles hat, Hugging him, joyously screaming in each other's ears because we won the game. I did not know this man. It did not matter. We had fun at a football game. Hey, what if there was a way that grown men could take that passion they show for sports, true passion they show for sports, about their own sports teams, and relate with other grown men of different colors watching these games getting to know them only on a sports level, only talking about sports, getting to know them in that, that realm of life only for a month or two. My feeling is that if this happened, eventually we'd start talking about each other's families. We'd start um, asking about each other's jobs. We'd start buying each other a beer occasionally just to hang out or hang in. We might start even watching these games together even if we had different teams. We might not, 
But it's something about the passion and the joy in celebrating sports that affects all kinds of people together that I'm wondering if it can be bottled and separated and put and sold in, or, or given away in little, I don't know, cards or containers so that we can do this individually. You can do this with the people in your neighborhood. You can do this with the people on your job. Find more ways that we can share with each other than ways that we can keep apart from each other. Hey, even if it doesn't lead to overriding long-term relationships and friendships, it leads to good experiences, um, positive experiences. And I believe that anytime we're infected with positive experiences, we tend to pass those things down. So why don't we try it? You know, we, we a lot of us do it now anyhow. A lot of us do it now anyhow. And I'm, I don't know, I'm reaching here, but I love football. I know a lot of us love football, whether we know something about it or not. The biggest sporting event of the year, every year is the Super Bowl, and most people don't even like it. It's for a lot of other reasons. But anything's worth a try for us to start communicating with each other better because we have kids. And if you don't have kids, you know kids. And if you don't know kids, somebody in your family has kids that you are... Hey, what do we want for those who come after us? Do we want something better for them? Do, can, we can consciously make things better. Okay? Now, taking our children back to the future. I've got a 30-year-old and a 28-year-old. We don't agree on everything. What we do agree on before we get too deep into any conversation is where we're coming, is what the conversation is about. What point of reference is the conversation about? Whether we're talking about sports, um, whether we're talking about politics, whether we're talking about our personal lives, what are we talking about? Because as a parent, I need to understand it's more important to me that I understand how my children think than they understand how I think. Let me say that again. It's more important to me that I, that I understand or have an idea of how my children think, what my children want, and what my children see in this life than what I want, what I see, because my children see me. And just like your children see you, our children see us. And we can tell them anything we want about who we are, how we do things, how we've done things, but they can see so we can show them as well as we can tell them. It doesn't work that way, us looking at them. Too many times when we look at our children, we mistakenly see parts of ourselves. Or we mistakenly see all of ourselves. Look and see your child. Not you. Those, those connections will inevitably, inevitably become, but... It's not about you. It's about seeing your child. 
connecting the dots between you and your child, getting better communications between you and, even if it's not your child, to you and young people, we have to connect better to understand things. The other thing too, you know what, this is kind of off base, but I remember watching um, um, in the 1970s, we had something called Schoolhouse Rock. And Schoolhouse Rock came on Saturday mornings on ABC. It still comes on, I believe, now on Disney Plus, you can get it. But Saturday mornings on ABC, and it told you about bills, how a bill became a law, politics, the branches of government. It told you all of these things in a non-offensive, non-degrading, educationally sound manner. A lot of the things that are going on today, if that foundation were in place more so with our children than with us, we can move things along and they could understand where we are now in their lives, where our society is going as far as their rights go, what's available for them and what will be here for them. We have to find ways to communicate because you know what? It's not all about TikTok. It's very little about TikTok. That social media is that social. We're talking about stuff because we, we, we're being blinded, allowing ourselves to be blinded by insanities instead of dealing with what's day to day and what's going to make us real and make us enjoy this life even more than we can right now. Find ways to talk to young people, your children, your grandchildren, not always on your terms. Meet them where they are and they'll have more interest in meeting you where we stand right now. Life is good, y'all. Talk to somebody about it. Let them talk to you. This is the Talk It Out podcast on a Sunday. Have a blessed and wonderful day, everyone. Talk to you soon.